Shoot. Got to cut my light on. Hang on real quick. There we go. There we go. Oh, man. This was a disappointing one. Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And on today's episode, we're going to address Kentucky's third loss at home in a row. Man, uh, I think they said during the broadcast that this hadn't happened since like the 70s or something, like maybe the 60s. Like, I can't remember exactly what he said. Did y'all hear what he said? When's the last time Kentucky lost three in a row at Rupp Arena? Oh, man, I'm starting to get a little worried. Embarrassing. What the F was that final play? You know, I don't got an answer for you on that one. Um, that was that was a wild one, and and to be honest, I feel like Shepard kind of messed the pass up a little bit, but that was just a weird play. Um, I feel like that was that just I don't I don't know what Cal was thinking with that one, man. That one was a uh, that was a little shocking to me. Where was Wagner and Dillingham for nearly the entire second half? I don't know what was going on. Um, let me check and see how many minutes they actually played. Because uh, that was kind of weird. Let me see. Let me uh, let me see what the actual numbers was real quick. I don't know why I can't pull up the box score. Huh. Can't pull up the box score right now. But yeah, that that was strange, man. I, w I was wondering what was going on. I mean, I know Shepard was playing good, so I get it. Um, Shep had to be in the game. And I guess maybe he, um, you know, just was going with Reeves for the experience. But I don't know why Dillingham wasn't getting any minutes. I mean, I guess maybe, uh, maybe he was trying to work DJ back into it just because he was coming off injury. So maybe he didn't want to bring him right back in and have him playing a, you know, a, a high amount of minutes right in his first game back. Cal lost this one for us. Yep. I ain't going to lie. Um, I, I feel like I've always been a big Cal supporter. I will put myself in that, um, category. I would even say that, um, you know, initially when people were starting to get upset with him when we stopped getting to the final four and stuff i was still defending cal like because i just felt like eventually the mission would work itself out i felt like we could all have what we wanted he could have kids going to the nba and we could get some final fours and some championships but now i'm starting to feel differently i ain't gonna lie to y'all um i'm starting to see where a lot of people may have already seen this coming before i did or maybe i just you know, subconsciously didn't want to accept what I already knew. But um, I think he has got to change his style now. That lob play, just run the offense. Yeah, like, I feel like um, he, he might have to just put this dribble drive offense to the side. And he might have to start actually doing some real coaching. Um, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, like, I know he's a Hall of Famer, and I know that, you know, he has successful teams 
before he came to Kentucky when he didn't have as much talent as he had here. But I feel like even though these guys are young, like this team right here, I feel like, yes, you you might not be able to coach them up too much on defense. They might just, it might not be nothing you could do about that. But offensively, I feel like if you was to put some plays in and have guys running offense with the way these guys can shoot from the three into the mid-range game, I feel like you should easily be able to score points consistently. I don't think you should have too many moments where you just can't get good shots or you got guys having to try to make one-on-one plays. And I feel like um, his offense is just basically guys are trying to drive to the basket and you know when they drive into the basket he's just hoping that they can throw an alley-oop to one of the bigs and the bigs just ain't getting free like that now I do gotta uh give a dude Thero much like praise and much credit tonight a dude was playing his ass off like he was the one that was running around making plays getting tip ducks and stuff like that you know he was he was bringing the energy that um that we need uh but the rest of them just can't they can't make themselves available when the guards is going to the basket so he might have to really and i know he probably won't but he probably needs to get away from that dribble drive and start you know creating some plays for these guards to come off some screens and get some open mid-range jumpers and stuff like that tennessee fan here how high is calipari's seat right now um, I think it's pretty hot for most fans. I think we didn't see this coming with this team. I thought we felt like this was going to be the team that was going to bring us back. And I mean, you know, Kentucky ain't really fell off. Kentucky's still a quality, you know, they're a legit top 25 team every year. But I think we felt like this was going to be the team that was going to put us back at that cream of the crop. Like we was going to be top five the whole entire year at the least. Um, I think we all thought at some point we was going to be number one and we was going to maintain that for a little while. And, um, we struggling bad. And I mean, who knows, uh, you know, how many more games we may even drop, uh, if we don't fix this defense. And I just, I didn't see it coming. Like, especially in the beginning of the season, like they were playing so good. They was doing all the things that you wanted the team to do. They was moving the ball. They wasn't having a whole lot of turnovers. Um, And the thing with a lot of the turnovers that I see now, I feel like a lot of the turnovers that I see them make now are lazy passes. And I feel like it's because I think they just get out there and get stagnant sometimes. And Calipari, that's when I think Calipari needs to start doing some coaching, when he needs to start running some plays so that he takes the thinking out of the, you know, out of their hands at some point and just have them running and moving and doing specific things to get them some shots. Um, so, you know, right now I feel like I'm, I'm starting to kind of turn on Cal just a little bit and I don't really want to do it cause I think he's a great coach, but it's getting frustrating watching this team right here. Um, let me see. How can this team be one, the one to lose three straight to rub? BJ Boston's team didn't even do that. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Uh, of all the teams that he's had at Kentucky, I didn't think this would be one to do that. Um, and I'm not saying they're the best team that he's had at Kentucky. Even, you know, I know the season's only 
you know, a little bit more than halfway through, but I don't even know if, you know, where I would rank this team at this point because they just dropped a whole lot more games than I anticipated at this point. Um, I'm thinking we're going to finish the season with less than five losses. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, so it, this is this is this is getting hard for me, man. This is getting hard because uh, I just feel like a lot of guys they just I don't know what it is. They just not in the right place. They um they making bad decisions. They just can't play defense. Like it's it's getting frustrated to watch. Um, first half, all we did was ISO Rob over and over and over. Yeah. I feel like it was a whole lot of iso ball. Um, I feel like even though they scored 85 points, which is pretty good, you know, obviously, um, they shot the three ball a little bit worse than they normally do, and their field goals was down a little bit. But they only had 10 assists, and usually they, when they're playing really good, they usually have about 20-plus assists and low turnovers. And a lot of that is just because it was too much iso ball. Like, when they just got guys standing around trying to make plays off the dribble. And they got a few guys that can do it. Like, Rob can do it sometimes. DJ can do it sometimes. Reed can do it sometimes. And Reeves can do it a little bit. Um, but still, it kind of just slows down the game for the other people. It has guys standing flat-footed, not ready to react. They're not moving. They're not diving to the basket. And, uh, you know, like I said, shouts out to Thero. Uh, Thero was doing it a little bit. Um, you know, he he was probably the most active in the whole entire game on both ends of the court. And if we could just get the effort that he brings from a lot of the other guys, we could be good. But it just seems like we don't get that effort from everybody. We don't get it from enough guys in one game. And, you know, like we've been saying it game after game after game, like the big men get sealed off so much. And they give up so many layups at the basket, and it's just frustrating to see, you know, if a team is just on fire and they shooting jumpers and they hitting, sometimes it just really ain't nothing you could do. But when you see them just giving up layup after layup after layup, that's hard to watch, man. It's the help defense is just not seeing the game develop. When they, it's almost like, they focusing so hard on staying in front of their man because they get beat so much that they not paying attention to what else is happening. And there was a couple of times where I remember, like, uh, I think somebody took a dude Thero off the dribble, and they didn't get around him, but they got deep underneath the basket, and he, he didn't really want to foul, so he just kind of tried to, like, stand his ground, but no help defense came. And it's just frustrating because when you see – the great teams, you know somebody would have come and erased that. Uh, some of these other Kentucky teams, we got we had guys that would have been all over that type of stuff. So it's kind of tough to watch and just see the other players not communicating well and not knowing when to help and when to stay home. It's really frustrating. Um, heard you guys definitely have the talent to get it done. They just need to figure it out. Like you said, three and D. Yeah, they they talented. Um, even for them being so young, they have talent to play against any team in the country. Um, but the the with them being young, they also are more prone to make mistakes. They are also more prone to be out of position. 
um, to be passing the ball lazy, to not crash the glass, all the fundamental stuff that they probably have not had to really deal with over the last several years from being so talented. Now, when you get to this level where everybody's good, they got to start remembering to use the fundamentals along with the talent and the gifts that they have if they want to become better, complete basketball players. And right now, they're just missing all of that. Does Kentucky figure it out come March? Um, I don't know yet. I don't know. Uh, I, w- I hope so. Um, but I'm, each game, when I see this type of stuff happening... I don't know if they can can win five, you know, five games in a row. Like it's, but the the good thing about it is, is there's not really too many dominant teams out there. So I think a lot of it is going to depend on seeding. But if Kentucky don't start winning these games now, they may have a, you know, a bad seed, and then they're gonna have to play tough competition in every single game. And you want to get one of the top three seeds so that you can at least get one or two easy games. You don't have to start off playing good competition right out the gate. Um, so, it, it, you know, these this, this last little stretch is going to be key to see if they can make any noise in March. But right now it's, it's looking bad. I got to just be honest. We missed Mitchell bad this time. Yeah. Um, they definitely need Mitchell. Like I said, sometimes it's not even for, like, scoring or defense. It's just more for, like, decision-making. More for, uh, you know, just being poised and not panicking. Like, those type of things. Maybe, you know, he can see something on the court that he could communicate to one of the other players to help them get in position or, you know, see the right play develop. That's the type of stuff that we definitely need uh, from some of the older players out there. Um, so we definitely, uh, we definitely miss Mitchell badly, man. And you know, it it just kind of sucks that we never really have a full strength team. Like we still have yet to have all the players available. Um, you know, it's it's good for some of the other guys because they get a chance to play where they may not get to play as many minutes. But we need all of our options to be successful. We need everybody. Um, because sometimes when guys don't got it going, you need to be able to bring some other people in and, um, you know, not have a drop-off. And without us having Mitchell, we definitely have a drop-off because Mitchell usually pretty consistently going to give you somewhere close to 10 and 5. Um and, you know, he has capability, obviously, to do better than that. But we at least, you know, can depend on that. Where was Rob and DJ in the second half? Yeah, that, that's what we was talking about a little bit earlier. Um, I have no clue. Like I said, I think maybe he might have been trying to work DJ back into condition, um, you know, where he ain't played in a while because of his injury. Maybe that's why uh, he's just trying to slowly but surely get him back in the game shape. Uh, I don't. I have no idea where uh, or why they wasn't getting to play. What was that last play? Yeah, that last play. Oh man, that last play. That's that a that's a hard way to go out. And like I said, um, I always been a a cow supporter. But what can I say when when people are like he's a terrible coach and he's he's he doesn't know X's and O's. 
what can you say when you see that type of stuff happen? Um, and I know some of that, you know, it's not all his fault because even if he draws up something, it still has to be executed by the players. But I just feel like at that particular time, that just wasn't what we needed right then. And, you know, of course, you know, we, uh, what they call it, a uh, couch quarterback in there right now. So I know it's in hindsight, it's easy to say that that was dumb. And if, if it would have worked, then we would have been celebrating, but, but it just seemed like such a bad decision. <laughs> I will say the defense did seem slightly better tonight. Maybe it was just zero. I think it was just zero <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I, I do think it was just zero. I think everybody else played about the same quality of defense that they normally play. Um, Bradshaw, uh, he got caught in some funny positions a whole lot. Not, I, I hate to say it because I think Bradshaw is eventually going to be a nice NBA player, but he just ain't strong enough for the SEC competition right now. And a lot of the times he's unplayable to Cal because he could just cannot keep himself in a good position to defend. There's a couple times I've seen him trying to defend the guy and he, he's getting turned around backwards. He's having to push too much. Um, so, you know, like there's just, and even Big Z, man, I think offensively Big Z could help, but he ain't really bringing much to the table defensively. A uh, couple times he looked lost out there. So I think guys just, they're just making so many mistakes on defense. It's hard to play some of them. Um, you know, Anyenzo is is the best that we got because even though he makes pretty much the same mistakes as the other ones, but he will block a shot here and there. Uh, he is going to get in the way. And sometimes I wish these guys would just foul, make some hard fouls. Like, I'm not saying try to hurt nobody, but, I mean, you got, you know, you got five fouls, like, use some of them, like, and make them count especially if you're getting out of position like I feel like they trying not to foul and you know because they don't want to get taken out of the game but man you're getting taken out of the game anyways because you're not playing good so use some of them fouls I think uh I've been a always been a cow supporter but is he on the hot seat now I think so uh because I think it's people like me that now I'm starting to defend him less than I did before um, normally I would defend him at all cost. Uh, you know, I, because, because he has some built in excuses. Like he's always going to be able to say, well, my team is young. Yeah, we get it. Is that a legitimate excuse? Yeah, it is an, it is a legitimate excuse, but it is still an excuse. Um, because now with the transfer portal, you don't have to necessarily have a young team. Like you can go out and get some more experienced players. So, if you continue to choose to go after five to six freshmen every year and you have a a, a young team, that's by your own choice. So you're going to have to um, deal with the consequences of that. And I think, um, you know, I, I think a lot of a lot of the fans are pretty fed up at this point. Ole Miss is up next and they aren't soft. And uh, that's that's the main thing about Kentucky is Kentucky just plays soft. I don't think they are soft um, as far as, like, I think they try to compete. I think they want to be great. Um, 
I don't think they're scared, but just physically they are uh, inferior to a lot of teams that they play. So, you know, I think they look extremely soft out there because they always getting pushed around. They always out of position. Um, you know, people's taking the ball away from them. So definitely, uh, I definitely think um, they play soft for sure. It's time to fi fire Cal. He's lost his touch. Yeah, un unfortunately, it, it is going to be hard to fire him just because we owe him so, so much money. But if he don't, and here's the thing. I just don't know if he will change, but I think he should, though. I think at this point, like, just what he's doing just ain't working no more. Um, and I don't know if it ever will again because I don't know if the f level of freshmen that you can get now are going to be good enough to win you a championship as freshmen. Two or three years later, if you can keep some of these guys, like, if you could keep three or four of these dudes – and they can give you two to three years, I think you can win a championship. But if they're going to be coming to Kentucky for one year and then going to the NBA or, let's let's be honest, going to the G League, because I think every single player on Kentucky's team this year that goes to the draft will play in the G League for the majority of their rookie season. I don't think any of them would be able to give an NBA team quality minutes right now. In the future – you know, some of them could potentially be starters or quality role players, I think. But I don't think any of them would be better off playing in the NBA next year than they would at Kentucky. They all should come back. If they all came back, I think, you know, Calipari, even with the way he coaches, could make a strong run with them. But if he's going to be coaching freshmen, I think he's got to change it up because this just ain't going to work uh, with freshmen. Lineups were horrible. Four minutes. Uh, Rob was four minutes in the second half. is unacceptable. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been trying to figure out what was up with that. I don't know if, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I don't know why. I can't see the, uh, I can't find the box score. But, um, yeah, that, 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 that's weird that, um, you know, he had him on the bench like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, the only thing I can think of with DJ is maybe that um, maybe he's just trying to work him back into condition, coming off the injury. But I have no idea, you know, why Rob didn't get any minutes because it wasn't like, you know, I know, you know, Shepard played pretty good, but it ain't like, you know, nobody else was really going crazy out there, like to where Rob couldn't got fit in the game. So I don't know what was up with that. Was Jay Wright buttering us up in case something don't work out for Cal? <laughs> um, I would like to say that Jay Wright is really retired, but um, Kentucky is one of those jobs, man, where I feel like if it becomes available, I think a whole lot of coaches that might be saying they ain't interested or saying they retired, I, I think Jay Wright would definitely um take a meeting with Kentucky for sure. Um. And, you know, a lot of people like Jay Wright, so I think he would be like a splash landing. I think Jay Wright's one of those coaches that – because, you know, a lot of times what people say is, well, if we get rid of Cal, who are we going to replace him with? And to be honest with you, that's a good question because I really don't know who you could replace him with. 
But I do feel like Jay Wright is one of those guys that if they replaced Cal with Jay Wright, I think the majority of the fan base would be cool with seeing how uh, that plays out. And I think um, Kentucky is one of those schools where I get it. Like, it's hard to win championships. But I think um, if you go too many years without making a splash, Kentucky fans are going to be ready to get rid of you. And I think Calipari is getting as close to that line as he can because this team is the team that we thought was going to bring us back. So if he messes this one up and, it, it, you know, that's what it's looking like right now. If this team don't at least get to the lead eight, I think Kentucky fans are going to be really upset. Um, it's going to be tough to get them back on his side, I believe. And, and I might be all the way gone, too, if, if he don't at least get to the Elite Eight with these guys. If he gets to the Final Four with him, I'm cool. I'm going to shut up for a little bit. I'm going to give him a little bit more of, of, of a leash and let him do his thing for a little bit. But if he don't at least get to the Elite Eight, man, I'm I'm going to be with him. I'm going to be with those fans that uh, are getting fed up. Z getting that rebound and throwing the ball straight to the guy under the basket was the moment I said game over. And there was a few times when, when they made some mistakes or some lazy passes, and I was just like, man, what's going on, man? Like, I I just feel like their head just – they had – and I guess this is just what you get when you have young players. They just have these moments where they just panic or they just, you know, they not processing stuff correctly and they making these weird mistakes. and and that, But that those are the type of mistakes that – that make you feel like, well, we can't win. Uh, freshmen just ain't going to be good enough because if 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 they playing the game like this and making these type of mistakes, then, then you got to expect that that's what's going to happen in March and we're going to end up throwing some games away doing that type of stuff. So, you know. I'm 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 really starting to feel funny right now, man. I I need them to show me something in the next couple of games. I need them to get back to scoring a lot of points. I need them to play some better defense. Um cuz I'm starting to get really worried. This team is too talented for this. They are talented. I that's why it's so it's so it's so weird to see um th these athletic talented dudes be so garbage on defense like that's strange to me that these guys can't play defense no better than that like who would have expected that man like you know 37 footers all soft yep i i feel like onyenzo is not soft but i feel like onyenzo doesn't really know the game that well and he don't know how to get positioned properly um i don't think he's necessarily soft i think he just the other two play soft, though. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. Dillingham needs to go on ahead and declare. See, I think Dillingham definitely is going to declare. I think a few of them are going to declare, but I think all of them need to come back. I don't think none of them could start in the NBA. I don't even think none of them could do what Cason Wallace is doing in the NBA, which is coming off the bench and giving six points a game. I don't even think any of these guys can do that. I think they all would be better off coming back to Kentucky. And I think if they all did, I think with, you know, adding a couple more pieces, I think they can win the championship next year. Uh, but I just don't know if they can do it this year. 
Go ahead and pay Dillingham $1.5 million to come back. Yep. They need to do that with a few of them. They need to go on and pay Shepard to come back. Um, they need they need to pay them because they just gonna go to the to the G League and be playing in a little arena somewhere in front of a few thousand people, and, and they will be better served playing at Kentucky, competing in the SEC again, playing on national TV, and then going pro because they gonna all. Uh, Next year is going to be a, I ain't going to say a complete waste for them, but next year is just going to be basically them trying to develop on their own because none of them is going to be contributing to an NBA team next year. The The entire coaching staff needs to go. Hey, that's what everybody's feeling like. That is what everybody is starting to feel like, and I can't, you know, I can't speak to the contrary because I'm starting to feel like that as well. I'm starting to get on this uh get rid of Cal train. I'm starting to feel it. Like they got to show me something in the next couple of weeks because I just don't see it. I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see a championship team right now. Um, I see a talented team that if they polished up, they could become a championship team, but I just don't see it right now. Third straight loss at Rupp. 1966 yeah i was trying we was talking about that earlier i couldn't remember if they said it was the 70s or the 60s 1966 is crazy um and like we was talking about um you know that's of all the teams that would mess this up we didn't think it was gonna be them so you know that it's really unfortunate to be honest uh kyle is not on the court he can't play the game for him yeah that's that's true. Um, I you gotta you gotta put some of it on Cal, I think, because I feel like he's not giving him the best opportunity to thrive. And I feel like the dribble drive, he just, I feel like he's gonna have to learn to construct specific plays to get specific people shots at certain points in the game and at certain spots on the court to make them more efficient players because. I just don't think this is a team full of guys that can just get shots anywhere they want on the court. They got one or two of them that can do it, but not a whole lot. So I think, especially with our big men not really being able to be in position a lot correctly, um, so when we drive to the hole, we don't really get those alley-oop plays and stuff as much as I think he wants or that's what he designed his offense for. We don't really get that. So I think um, – yeah, I don't I don't think he um I don't think he he's uh he's playing this right. I th I think he needs to to switch up his whole offense, but I don't think he will. Rob uh definitely will be contributing to an NBA team and Reed would too. I just for some reason I don't think so. And what and what I mean contributing is like I think like like in this year's draft I'm pretty sure every player except for maybe like three of them went to the G League at some point. And if you really look at the ones that's contributing, only you only really got like two or three guys that's contributing. And like I said, I put Case and Wallace in the contributing category, but he's only really averaging six points off the bench for Oklahoma City. And I just feel like I ain't sure if anybody from Kentucky can do that next year. I think... 
eventually they all be solid players, but I feel like they will be better coming back, developing a year, one more year at Kentucky, and then going to the NBA. I think it would speed up the process for them to actually get on the court. But who knows? I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? I could be wrong about that. On the real, we didn't have Trey, so I didn't feel too bad about this loss. Yeah, we definitely need Trey, too. We definitely need Trey. Um, I, I get what you're saying because we still haven't, you know, had a full roster. So I, I understand what you're saying. But I feel like we just lost some games that we still could have won even without full strength. But... We definitely need a trade back. Huge difference from when we played UNC. Yep. Totally different team. Um, Rob's game is built for the league. He needs to be in space. UK lost his floor spacing. Now, now I agree with you. I think Rob has an NBA game. I, I do, even though I'm, I'm saying that I don't think he'll contribute next year. Like, if you... If you look at my track record on my show, like I love Rob. Like I Rob was my favorite recruit. Uh, I'm I'm a huge Rob fan. But you're right though. Uh UK, you know, they they ain't been running the offense well. Like I said, they only had 10 assists. Normally they have 20. When they have 20, uh usually the ball uh moves a little bit better. The ball flows and you know, they get easier baskets and they just been having to get a whole lot of stuff the tough way. Um, so, you know, it was just, it was kind of disappointing, man, but hopefully they can bounce back. But anyways, guys, listen, um, I actually am late for something. I got to run and go handle some business real quick, but I just wanted to make sure that I got a chance to talk to y'all because I know it's been a little crazy this season and I haven't been able to uh, stream after every single game. Um, but I wanted to make sure I at least got a little time with y'all today. But anyways, thank y'all again, and um, we'll get back at it next time. Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson. Y'all have a good rest of y'all weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and be safe, and uh, we'll we'll get back to it. <laughs>